Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I have Dr. Nichols and her team here. I have Dr. Anna, Mary, and Emily. Hi, ladies. Hi there. Hi. Good to see you. How are y'all today? Doing good. Doing great. Excited to be here and talk yes. to you for a little while. Yeah, I'm excited to have y'all. So before we dive in, I want to kind of go around and you to tell me who you are, what you do, and how long you've been doing it. So we'll start okay. with Dr. Anna. So my name's Anna Nichols, and I've been an audiologist in the Winston area for about 10 years now. And I opened the, our private practice back in October. And so um, we're a small private audiology practice, and we've really enjoyed being independent and being on our own for the last few months. And we're excited to serve the Winston area and help people improve their ability to hear, their ability to communicate, um, and overall just have a, a better quality of life. Love it. All right. Emily. You're Hi. next. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Okay, so I'm Emily. Um, I've been working with Anna for a couple years now. I'm her assistant. Um, I came over with her in November, and it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun just learning all the new things and getting to experience it with her. We've had a really good time. Awesome. And Emily is actually training to be a hearing instrument specialist as well. Yes. Awesome. So that's exciting. Yes. Very exciting. And last but certainly not least, Miss Mary. Hello. <laughs> well, I am Mary, and I have been in the audiology field for about four years now. I've worked with Anna for three years plus, and uh, just excited. We love our patients, and it's a very rewarding field when you can help someone with their hearing and see the quality of their life change. Uh, it's a big reward for what you do. Yeah. Well, and, and Mary is the one who remembers everybody's birthday, everybody's anniversary. Oh, uh, wow. Mary is the is mm. is the one who treats our patients with balloons and treats, um, and she's very good at that. The yes. social director. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that term. I like that. So, Anna, what made you decide to get in the audiology field? So, um, ten years ago, when I, I graduated, or longer than that, actually. I graduated, um, and I knew I wanted to be in the medical field um, and in some type of, I actually have my undergraduate in communicative disorders. So I was kind of thinking the speech therapy route, but what I love about audiology is there's a combination of you get to use modern technology and you get to work with patients, and it's a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. So when we see our patients, we continue to see our patients for years to come. And we get to know their families, we get to know their grandchildren, their spouses, and it's it's a long-term relationship. And we see them back frequently. Um, and that was, that was something that I really wanted. I wanted to be in the medical, the helping field, but I also wanted to be able to have a long-term relationship with our patients. And we get to play with fun technology every day. Yeah. Tell us about some of the technology that is up and coming and yes. that's on the horizon. So um, so the technology changes very quickly with hearing aids as it does cell phones and computers. Um, the newest technology now, the hearing aids are small. They're rechargeable. They connect to any type of smartphone. So Android or Apple, we can connect. We can stream. So similar to ear earbuds or AirPods, we can stream anything from a tablet or a phone 
directly into someone's ears, and we can account for their hearing loss. So it's a really personalized sound. Um, and then the person can adjust the hearing aids up and down as they need um, throughout the day. If they go into a restaurant or if they go into a meeting, they can make changes um, with their phone. And it's really easy to use. Oh. Um, the hearing aids have artificial intelligence, so they are much much better in groups and background noise, which is the number one issue with folks who have hearing loss is hearing when there's a lot of noise around them. Yeah. And so that has gotten so much better. And our patients have just really been satisfied and happy with the technology. And it's much easier to manage than it was even a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and, and people really enjoy it. And when people start hearing better and they are doing well, they want to wear their hearing aids. They enjoy putting them on in the morning. Um, and it's not as much of a hassle as it used to be. Yeah. Well, because communication is key. I mean, I just can't even, I can't even fathom how different your quality of life would be mm. if you mm. couldn't properly communicate with those yes. around you. So it's, it's and, such an important And job. the effort you put in. If the Think yeah. of the effort you put in if you aren't able to communicate um, and how much work you put into, you know, looking at people's faces, leaning forward, trying to guess what they said. Um, and so people say a lot of times after they get hearing aids that they, they feel much more relaxed, much mm -hmm. less anxious, yeah. um, and, and much less tired throughout the end of the mm -hmm. day because of all the effort they've put in. Yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. So before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about the, um, the age of your patients. So tell us, whoever wants to answer a little bit about the, the range of ages that y'all see. So I'll let Mary jump in because she is, she is the first encounter with our patients when they come in the door. Um, Mary is the person who greets them, gets their information, kind of gets them, uh, you know, acquainted with the office. And so she's the first line of, of encounter at our office. We do have a wide range of ages. Um, obviously, the majority is older, but I think we are seeing a shift in the sense that we are seeing younger people. Um, you used to think it was 70, 80, 90-year-olds, and, and that was true years ago, uh, but now we're seeing 30, 40, 50-year-olds. We've got 16-year-olds, 20-year-olds, so wow. it, you're really seeing you know, a wide range of age. Um, and and hearing patients. loss can really be a combination of things. It can be mm -hmm. a combination of genetics, yes. noise exposure. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a combination of if, if people have been on really strong medications. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of factors involved mm -hmm. with hearing loss. It's not just an age-related thing thing anymore yeah um and the key is really early intervention that's what i was going to say yes. you find that people come too late a lot of times not too late but that yeah. they should have came earlier oh yes yeah. a lot of them will say especially once they've got the hearing aids i wish i'd done this sooner mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah we hear that a lot i a lot. wish i would have done yes. this six or seven years yeah. ago because mm -hmm. i didn't realize what i was yes. missing yeah because they so a lot true. of times they don't realize what they're missing mm -hmm. until they get it back yeah. oh yeah for yeah. sure i mean it's like People, same with like eyesight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, it kind of slowly goes, and you put on those glasses, and you're like, "Wow, I couldn't see anything." <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, like you don't realize. Yes. You don't Gradual. realize it. And we we hear a lot of comments like, 
I had no idea my clothes made noise. <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. The refrigerator makes a sound. Yeah, we're like, That's yes, funny. it does. Yeah. That's so funny. But, but, but people do. People, people are starting earlier, mm-hmm. which is, is great. And insurance does typically cover a hearing evaluation. So a baseline is great. Yeah. Yes. A baseline test to, to say, okay, this is where you are now. You know, even if you don't have any hearing trouble right now, yeah. it's great to, great to have that baseline for comparison too. Yeah. What are what are some tips for people of, you know, I guess, all ages to kind of make sure that you're maintaining your hearing and not doing things to damage it? That's that's a great question. Um, so things that you can do to kind of maintain your hearing or prevent hearing loss um, is if you're going to be around anything loud, even a leaf blower, a lawnmower, make sure you have hearing protection. If you're going to go to a concert, we've got really great custom protection for concert users, and it filters the noise, so you can actually hear the lyrics of the music. Yeah, and and so that's been great. Um, we have a lot of professionals who work in noise. Dentists, dentists are you know they're around drills all day, and so wearing hearing protection can really prevent your hearing from getting damaged and from 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 you know, declining quicker than it normally should. Um, and then just getting a hearing test. If you feel like you're having trouble or if you feel like people are mumbling or you're missing things, mm-hmm. just get a hearing test and get it checked rather than just waiting and putting it off. And a lot of primary doctors like to see that you've had a hearing test, especially if you're over the age of 40. If yeah. you're over the age of 40, you should have a hearing evaluation. And, and then, then how often should you so be getting them? If you're not having any trouble, every five or six years, a hearing test. Um, but if you're noticing more trouble or we're kind of tracking you and you already wear hearing aids, we check people's hearing about every two years mm-hmm. okay. um, because the hearing aids can be adjusted. They can be tuned up or down as needed. So if we see a change, which is typically very gradual in hearing loss, um, we can adjust the hearing aids. Okay. Good yeah. to know. What are your thoughts on um, AirPods? I know I see a lot of kids, kids these days, I feel really <laughs> old saying that, but like <laughs> they just have their AirPods in constantly, and I'm like, that can't be good for their no. ears. <laughs> well, there there was an issue with Apple a few years ago, and they did put a limiter uh. on the output level of the AirPods. Um, and so, and you can you can actually go in and change that limit in the phone uh. and lower it. So, like, if you have kids and you're like, I don't want them to go any higher than that, you yeah. can go in and change the limits of the volume. But the good rule of thumb is if you can hear someone's music sitting beside them, it's too loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too loud, and they don't need to have it that loud because repetitively over time, you can damage your ears just having that constant noise. Yeah. And, and also, the tighter the seal, the louder the music is. So if you have mm-hmm. an AirPod and it's it's seated really tight and deep, you're going to get more volume uh-huh. than if, if you have, you know, something over the ear or mm-hmm. something that's not as tight of a fit. So would you recommend, not not to not recommend AirPods, but yeah. <laughs> recommend, like, something not like AirPods? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I love my AirPods. <laughs> yeah. um, I use them a lot. I think they have great sound quality to them. But just lowering the level, yeah. just keeping mm-hmm. the level a little lower, um, yeah. you know, not keeping them in all the time. Yeah, I I do. I love them. I think they have great sound. I think Mm -hmm. they have a great bass heavy quality to them. Yeah. But just not listening to things overly loud that somebody next to you could hear it. Yeah. That's a good rule of thumb. I like that. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, I wear mine all the time when I walk the dogs. I listen to podcasts 
And if the street, you know, I have to adjust it. If the street noise is loud, yeah. I have to turn it up. And then I'm, but I'm like always paranoid. I'm like, okay, I don't want to like bust out my eardrum. <laughs> well, and too, I, I think of it as a safety thing. If I'm walking my oh, dog yeah. and I'm, you listening don't want to, it to be too loud. I listen to a lot of books, um, audiobooks, and I want to be able to hear a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to be able to hear a car come up behind me. I don't want to get hit by or a car. Or a person. <laughs> or a person if someone's talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's okay to use, but I think we just need to be more conscious with our hearing. And once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, it's never coming back, and I think we live in a world where we think we can just instantly fix things. And I, and hearing is just one of those things that you can't. Mm -hmm. And so, being proactive and being preventative with your hearing is is such a great thing because you don't want to take it for granted. Yeah. Um. And you know, once it's gone, it's gone, and we can we can certainly help with hearing aids, but we are we. We really are encouraging to prevent it. And yeah. even if we have patients who have hearing loss, we tell them all the time, if you're going to mow the grass, just put some headphones on. You can keep it from getting worse. Yeah. And that's what we want. We want to be preventative. We want to make sure that we're monitoring their hearing, but we're they're also doing things to help as well. Yeah. So probably a dumb question, but if you're, so if you are out mowing, which is not going to be me, that'll be my boyfriend. <laughs> but if you're, if you're wearing AirPods, does that, Still protect your ear, or do you need it, like something fully over? You know, the, the AirPods are a pretty good seal, and they yeah. they do, and they have some noise canceling in them, so they do a pretty good job. But the muffs are just more effective. ideal. Yeah. They're ideal. They just yeah. they go all the way over the top. You don't have to worry about getting them in properly. They cover the ear completely. Yeah, and so. And I usually just tell people just, you know, the tractor supply has a great mm -hmm. set of muffs and they're like nine bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you, you know, go. you don't need anything crazy expensive. Put your AirPods in and then put your. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to your that. music while you're doing it. Yeah. There so. you go. So do you have any heartwarming stories that come to mind about somebody that like their relationships improved, something that just drastic happened that just warms your heart when you think about well, and, and I, we see so much of How that. How much yeah. time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> we see so much of that. We see we see so many patients that they come in reluctantly, um, you know, at the request of a The spouse. husband or the wife. Yes, drugs. they get, they get <laughs> drug in. and like, they, he can't hear anything. They don't want to be there. <laughs> but then when you really kind of start talking to them and getting to know them, they can't hear their grandchildren mm -hmm. or, you know, they were doing more, they're doing more Zoom and they are on a book club, book club with Zoom and they can't hear. Yeah. And, and when you hear those things and you see the frustrations and the emotions that come with it, um, and then you see a person a few weeks later that's a totally different person. Mm. Wow. That's happier, less yeah. anxious. And improving hearing can be very emotional. We, we have a lot of people that, that get very emotional over the fact that they're frustrated. No one understands no one around them just understands what they're going through. Um, well, because you don't. If you haven't experienced it, right. you don't. Yeah. And, you, and, you know, we don't have hearing loss, and so we don't understand it. You know, we, we understand it from a perspective, yes. but um, they're so frustrated. They feel so alone yeah. and isolated and anxious. And when they when they get hearing aids and they're able to hear, it's, it's like a light bulb is turned on for these people. And they're different people. And we had a perfect example. He was probably about 30 when he came in, and when he checked in, his demeanor was just, he was not a happy person. Yeah. And yet, you know, he's probably early 30s, and um, he had a significant hearing mm -hmm. loss. And I think he'd worn hearing aids before, but, he had, but they, with not... Not success. No. He had not done well, and mm -hmm. he... 
kind of had this idea that I'm here, but nothing's going to work. Didn't want to be there. <laughs> and yeah. he, because sometimes you can have hearing aids that are just fit poorly, that are not great technology and not do well with them. And he, he was a different person when he left. Wow. A totally different person. Totally. And Friendly, has, has happy. been since that day. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's an important thing to know is that, you know, if anybody's listening, if you have had trouble with hearing aids before, that the technology does change so quickly. So it's worth giving it another try. It definitely is. And, and just for a second opinion sometimes. Yeah. You know, to see, you know, you're not doing well. If what you have is there something that can be done to what you have or you know because we we do see hearing aids that we say you know they're just not adjusted well let us work on some adjustments and see if we can get these working better and we do that um you don't necessarily always have to get new hearing aids yeah because they're only as good as they're programmed and if they're not programmed well or they're not programmed specifically for what you need then they're not any good to you yeah. And so we, we do see that a lot, and, and we do try to work with what people have sometimes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think another great thing with the technology, too, is the fact she can remote access. Oh, wow. Yeah. To, and so they don't have to come into the office if, if she needs to bump them up or yeah, change the can, setting. It's amazing. It's like FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. So we can go that's in. Convenient. Yeah, that's convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient, especially nice. if we've got somebody who – has some health issues and isn't getting out much or, or who doesn't drives. live close by. Yes. Live close by. Yes. Um, yeah. During COVID. Exactly. Yeah. We had somebody who um, was 102. Oh my goodness. She yes. was wonderful. She was, used to, used an iPhone. And so um, we did a lot of remote with her. We did yeah. a lot of remote appointments mm-hmm. with her just because getting out was hard. Yeah. Getting out was really hard for her. And um, we'd see her face on the FaceTime and we'd ask her what she needed yeah. and, and do it. Yeah. And, and it worked well. And that's that's helped a lot because mm-hmm. it just makes things, you know, as life changes, we need more convenience sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Anna is on our cover in April. Oh, so exciting. It is so beautiful. And her whole team is inside, too. So be sure to pick up a copy of that while you're out and about this month. And I can't believe our time is already almost up. I know. You, that was that was great. Uh, I know. Quick. Do you have a couple anything else you want to add before we before we sign off? Well, we're just we're excited to be featured um, on the cover for Scythe Women, and um, and honored, and excited the fact that we're a new business. Yeah, I know. Yes. And um, we've we've really not been open that that long, but we are welcoming our previous patients because I've been practicing here um, locally for a while now, and so. You do not have to be a brand new patient to come see us. We will welcome any of our previous patients with open arms and um, excited to see, to, see, to see you, to show our new office off. I love the office. Yeah, we're having a ribbon cutting um, next month as oh, well. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yes. What's the date of that? Oh, are we, or you can. <laughs> I can, uh, let's see. You can check them out on their website, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's going to be on our out. website, and then social media is pretty active as well. Um, yeah. You know, follow us on our social media. We love we love to, to see people on social media. Yeah. We're still kind of getting acquainted with the ins and outs of social media, but yep. it's fun. It's a yes. love-hate relationship. It is a love-hate yes. relationship. Yes. And um, I am not super savvy as far as the <laughs> social media. And Emily has been 
Wonderful. She does a great <laughs> job. She does a great job yes. with our social media. I was going to say, it's great to delegate. <laughs> yeah, yes. You're running a business. You but Emily's, Emily's great at that, and we've learned how to do a few reels here and there. And oh, that's <laughs> fun. I, I must not be following y'all. I need to go check that out. Yeah, you I love a good reel. Oh, well. They take so long, but they're uh, just so fun to watch. Yes. We're getting, we're getting yes. better. The first yes. one took like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting better. It's all uphill or downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. We're getting better. We're getting more comfortable. We're but, experimenting for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. So we do. if we you do. currently have hearing aids and you're looking for a change, um, if you just need a baseline test yes. or if you think you're starting to have some problems, go visit Dr. Anna Nichols and we'll put her website and their social media links in the show notes so that y'all can easily access those and be sure to pick up a copy of the April issue of Forsyth Woman with her beautiful face on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media also. We're not in the real game yet, but we'll get there. Um, at Forsyth Mags and our website, ForsythMags.com is our landing page where you can click on all of our publications and find all of our content. And that is a wrap for today. Thank you, bro. Thank, Thank you. you so much for Thank us. you. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>